Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we are live on The Middle at phillyvoice.com backslash The Middle. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, no Aton Shander. Once again, we have no idea where Aton is. <laughs> uh, we're anticipating him joining the show here momentarily, but uh, uh, a Monday after the Masters, Barrett Brooks. And I got to ask you, how much, how much sports did you take in this past weekend, whether it was baseball, basketball, hockey, or golf? Um, I, I, I watched the little Phillies. Yeah, I watched Phillies um, last night. Did you see the game last night? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I mean, we're talking about he's talking about by a by a toe. Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm <laughs> not so sure he was safe. I don't. In fact, I don't think he was. But right. if you're the Phillies, you take it. You, you take it and run because it avoided a sweep. No question. You know, after they had had this great start, five and one in the homestand to open the season, and then they go on the road to take on the same teams. And Atlanta beat them up uh, two straight nights. Last night they get the bats. I mean, how that was like the old launching pad days from Atlanta Fulton County Stadium last <laughs> night. I mean, every ball hit in the air went out of the yard. Exactly. And uh, Bryce Harper had one. D.D. Gregorius with a big 3-1 blast. And, of course, the controversial ending where uh, Bohm uh, tags up from third on a, a kind of a short fly ball to left field. And, uh, you know, they go to replay and they, they decided he was safe. You know, sometimes I think these umpires are just like, you know what? I don't even want to go to extra innings. Let's just go home. Right, right, man. Or, or their cataracts is messing with them or something. Right. They have something floating in their eyes or something, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't I've been know. noticing that at my age now, too. My my vision is not so good, even with glasses on, Barrett Brooks. Uh, but, yeah, I, I happen to watch that, too. And, you know, the Phillies grab one out of the three. Uh, the Sixers split in their two games. Yeah. Over the weekend, now they got a big one tonight as they embark on a big two weeks. It's like a big two-week stretch between tonight and next Saturday next week where they have a finishing up a back-to-back with Milwaukee. They've got a couple the of gauntlet. big games. Yes. Yeah, this is like a gauntlet, man. This, you know, and this is going to see where they are and where they stand in the East. And, right. uh, I can't wait till Wednesday. I mean, even Wednesday, you know, Wednesday Brooklyn, gets the yeah. net, You know, I mean, this this, this is what – this is what you want to do. This is what that team wants to do, and this is what they need to do. This right. is where you figure out where you are in the division, where you're going to look like um, in, in in the playoff situation, and also just what type of heart this team has. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it, man. It's going to be some great basketball for the next two weeks. I know, and, and Wednesday night's game is going to be great. Uh, it's going to be probably the most anticipated Sixers game since last year's playoffs. Would you agree? That's absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah. you, you look at the situation where – um, you know, this Nets team, everybody's talking about, they are uh, they are the East. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of pushed the Sixers out of the equation. They're saying they are the East. Um, I look forward to just seeing how they control, how they try to control and be number one. Right. But my biggest thing, once again, and I know, you know, I'm going to say this till I'm blue in the face and everybody else has said that, but I want to see how aggressive Ben Simmons comes out. I want to see what type of fire he has underneath him. Is he a yeah. lion? Or is it, you know, a plain old house cat? Right. This is where, you know, you separate the 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 good wheat from, you know, 
from the bad. Are you going to go wheat extra. from the chaff here? There you go. You know, that, there we go. There's a Damn. wheat from the chaff reference on the show. Aton is here. I know he took in a lot of NBA this past weekend, right? Oh, yeah. Bunch. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the, the Sixers, they're going to get knocked out. I don't think they're – they're not an Eastern Conference team. I think they Yeah, I think they're going to they're, – they're not going to beat the Nets. First off, they're not going to beat the Nets. But I honestly – what happened Friday night, I think, is is, and we saw this with Denver yesterday. You have these losses, these DNA type losses that you go back to and you point at. And Barrett Barrett's right. Like Ben Simmons will not turn into something, and yeah. that will be. A, and Tobias Harris is walking such a fine line where he can't have an off. He can't have an off night let alone an off series. Right. So much is on Joel and B just being healthy. Yeah. And, and that's look, man, I, it, it kind of was a realization to me that I love watching this team and I'm rooting for this team and I hope they make it and prove me wrong, but I don't think they make that, that type of loss. I don't think they make it to the Eastern conference. I think it's another disappointing, or if it is, they get run in the Eastern conference finals. I, they, they definitely don't make it past there. That was Friday night was, was awful. Well, I don't know necessarily if you say they're not going to make it, you know, because, I mean, this is a talented team. And, it's you know, it's, it's, it's not like football where you just say, you know, what any given Sunday because you have, you know, a bunch of games throughout the week. And I really think that this, this Sixers team, I've only seen like three or four games this year where it was turned off. For the most part, it's always turned on. Mm-hmm. Guys are going out there and competing. They have guys that, that if, if one guy is off – it has you know shake milk he can come in and, and and you know fill it up from from the inside and the outside also yeah or if you know somebody's not you know playing well down low come on but, they lost to the Cavs at home I mean you know they can't be perfect man I'm yeah, yeah I mean you have be. that though you have yeah. that though can be perfect especially at home look then I'll give you a perfect example of of how the Sixers have coasted this year the Nets have had barely 200 full minutes of their big three, but the East is so bad that they're still the number one slash two seed all season. That but is still, remarkable. Yeah, it really yeah. is. <laughs> that is eye opening. Yeah, I don't, Harry, I don't think they've played this more than 200 minutes. I'll talk together. together. Yeah. Media. Correct. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now. It's official, the by the way. Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I might just let that sit up there on the camera if you're watching live. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We're live. What is that? What is it? From being Cooley Studios. This is the new phone. We have breaking news. Oh no! I wait have a second. officially been de-influenced. All right, not you, iPhone. Yep. No iPhone. No, Welcome I to told the dark you. Side. I told and, and you. know what, Harry? It has absolutely side. nothing to do with anything other than those commercials. <laughs> it's I didn't research. I don't find like I don't need. I got the sauce. Camera. Yep, it's the sauce, and it's that. Oh yeah, where they, where they drop the phone and it doesn't break. That one. I'm done. You're done. That's all I'm it took. Done. All right. Bro, now, welcome to the dark side. See, this is the thing. Harry is already used to dealing with the Samsung because Barrett, my wife, was was threatening to leave the other day when I told her I was getting a Samsung. But look, we're here. Wow. Look, look, we welcome look. in the Mr. Snuffy. 
I appreciate you coming out, man. But But, uh, wait a minute. Let's get back to that. The wife was threatening to leave because you were going to change phones. You had, and then you do change phones. What is this? Are you trying to basically, uh, you know, sort of crash by design? Night the fires. No, I'm holding on to some small corner of real estate that I still have left in this marriage. Okay. Bro, I I get, my, my family gets mad at me because they have a separate text chain from either because everybody has iphones yeah and they say that damn blue um message they said yeah. my message comes in blue and everybody yeah. else comes in green new yours comes in green now oh my comes in green i, I know i know Aetons do stuff. well i i'll give you the short one here friday night i go down south or to center city in philadelphia where i'm recording fox 29's props and locks i never leave my phone on top of the car i did i couldn't find it i looked for it I pop back in the car. The Bluetooth connects. I'm thinking, oh, it's on the bottom of the seat. I'm fine. I'll just get it when I go home. I'm on 95 North, and I'm driving by the Academy Road exit, and I hear a thump. And next thing I know, Bluetooth is disconnected. That sucker landed somewhere in the middle lane of 95 North, and that's why I lost the phone. (laughs) Wow. Yep. Now, we got a lot going on here. I know Harry and Barrett opening up with some NBA stuff, but we have a billion dollar victory. I don't know. Barrett never made that in his career. All coming next. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about Every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut's Will of Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A billion dollars, man. Got to talk about that. <laughs> we got to talk. This is the largest. Like this is the largest stage that anybody has been put on after winning one thing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? In in maybe in the history of sports, man. Like what is this? Put, right? Like think about this. Hideki Matsuyama winning the Masters. I mean, oh, okay. you, you know, right. as far as for Asian golf, is going to make him like a Michael Jordan type figure. There's no question. He might be yeah. the Michael Jackson. You know how they love me, Michael Jackson. No, you're right, Barrett. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be on Michael we Jackson. Michael. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Think about that. I mean, th- this is like a guy. Forget Japan for a second because he owns Japan right now, and Harry. Right. Can, tell you as as the golfer right that japan is in love with this sport maybe oh. more so than any other country on the planet they just don't have enough real estate to make golf courses. <laughs> right. i mean they're, they're they're on top of buildings hitting golf balls over there. right right and, 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 and standing in line waiting to do it wait to, pay to do it barrett you must have some sort of japan golf story <laughs> in, in your lifetime that you've no. right Hold on. i don't have hitting? a japan golf story but i do have a story about japan Okay. Oh, unbelievable. So look, we um I'm in college. It's my my uh sophomore year, and we we get invited to the Japan Bowl. We're going to play Nebraska. At the time, Nebraska number one um school in the country. So we we fly over there. We're on the same plan, you know. We all get along, you know, on you know, we're college kids. We get to Japan, we go out, and my running back is JJ Smith. Now, I I don't remember I don't know if you guys remember the um the Warriors, the uh, the wrestlers, the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, of course. The Road well, Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, road yeah. yeah, Harry knows. So, yeah, we, you know, it's it's everything small. Like put it like, let me put it in perspective. I got on the bus, and everybody came up to like my navel, dog. And you know, at that time, I'm six three. Everybody came up to like my navel, no higher than my my chest. Are you saying I mean, that all Asians was are short? short? Yeah. So I'm like, wow, he's rolling. You know, are there any tall people here? Everything is small too, because everybody's small there. Mm-hmm. We get on a, we have to get on an elevator. And it takes, you know, to get to this club, it takes like we can only bring like four or five guys on at a time. So long story long, we get everybody upstairs with the from JJ. One, he's you know, he's the last one left. So <laughs> we're waiting on like what is taking him so long to come up the elevator? So we turn back around, we're looking at him. And as we as the door opens to the club, JJ's in there getting his ass whooped. By the Road Warriors, <laughs> like oh, yeah, what's going on? My running back Real is getting fight. beat up by the Road Warriors in oh, Japan right. in an elevator. So we rush in, we grab her. Oh, you know, it was real fighting. It wasn't no fake stuff. You know, I wasn't doing all this. You know what I mean? But right. can you imagine that? You're at a club and the doors open, and you're in Japan, and the Road Warriors are whooping his tail, bro. I mean, they were. 
<laughs> he couldn't wait for that door to open up. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Amazing. Uh, was now, he seriously think... hurt? No, but we 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 put it on them. Needless oh, yeah? to say, that next day they did not wrestle. Okay, <laughs> it, it was ten of us, and it was only two of them. So you know, it got pretty crazy. bad. But, but yeah, oh, man, man, that's no my Japan fault, story. Right, that's that's the one Japan story, but not the. <laughs> see, I didn't know if like Barrett had some story about how he was on layover one time and had to play nine holes. And and Harry's right, like you can play on rooftops in, no. in certain areas. Not you know, as far as I don't know if it's sanctioned by the PGA. No, tour. they're like driving ranges, right, yeah, like right, on yeah, top of buildings because like they don't have golf. enough real estate. There's a bunch now, of top golfs up there. Yeah, like that yeah, type exactly. of look. So, so think about that. Like, I, I was trying to think of this. What would be the equivalent here? What, what's our equivalent here? Because it's a sport that that Japan loves, but it's much larger than that. It's the Pacific Rim, like New York, it's the region. It's yeah. It's like it would be like a hemisphere, man. Like you have this guy is now the most popular golfer and probably athlete in the Pacific Rim. Is that fair? Yeah. Uh, Male athlete, yeah. Yes, yes, male yeah, athlete. Yeah, he is like he's like Godzilla now. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. Well, man. not he... Hideki Matsumi. That's a different Hideki. <laughs> this is Matsuyama, not Hideki Arabu. No, yeah. the fat I don't toad. think Arabu ever got a nickname. He, yeah, he did. Uh, Steinbrenner called him the Fat Toad. Oh, well, that's that's not. You remember that? Yes, but I'm not talking about like a John Sterling. Oh, oh Hideki yeah. Matsui, Godzilla, or something like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Fat Toad. I don't think it's a nickname you want to share with me. No, right, that was, right. was a little derogatory. I yeah. think that's, that's yeah. you know that's that's just as bad as what they call me in uh, in Pittsburgh, man. They call me Pork Chop, man. Yeah, well, Pork Chop. Yeah. Even the head coach calling Porchup, get over here. Like, Look, though, you're making millions of dollars, yeah. right? Matsuyama <laughs> just clears a billion. It, it looks like he's going to clear a billion dollars. Well, it's, no billion it's, dollars. it's kind of like a sort of an annuity, a lifetime annuity type of situation where he is now, he's already a big endorser, I would, would imagine, of a lot of products over there. Now right. it's just gotten exponential. And this right. is going to stay with him now for the next, you know, 25 to 30 years. He's a rock star, man. You know? You know? They'll they'll be writing books about him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, he's just like Mike and Mike, Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. That's I mean that's the only way you can say it. I mean to go to to do that, and they said it was eight o'clock in the morning over there. And when yeah, the when announcer, it yeah, it was eight o'clock in the morning, and they said it was almost like you know the whole city just shut down. Right now he has been he's finished top six, I believe, in every major prior to winning this one. And he was probably going to knock one down sooner or later, but it's not, it's like, it's, I think it's really significant that he won this one. Yep. This one as his first one, because this one is the one outside of maybe the open championship for anybody outside of the United States. The open championship is the biggest deal. Correct. The one they play in, you know, the British, we right. call it the British open. It's right. the open championship. They call for it the right. world. Yeah. <laughs> right. For everybody so. else. So now, yeah, I mean, this was a guy that was hovering and hovering. And there's if you look at and it was classified as a bad beat. I don't necessarily know if I would use that term as well. But think of it this way, guys. Right. And and I think we can appreciate this from the sport element of it, from an individual athlete like Hideki. We can also appreciate it from the betting element of it, where you have a guy who's just hovering 
right? And it's easier to look at this, I think, in individual sports. If it's golf, if it's tennis, boxing, you have somebody who's just there, right? And then you're looking at him and you're picking this person, this woman, this man to win. And four or five or six times, they just they just come up short. And you, you almost have this human reaction of, all right, I'm going to chill. And this happened. A lot of people who normally have been betting Matsuyama for these majors that Harry said have finished in top 10 and very close, a lot of people cooled off on Matsuyama for yeah. the Masters. Well, yeah, because he wasn't coming in in great form. I mean, he had a he had a tied for second back in the Houston Open back in November. And that was like his best finish. I mean, he was like in tied maybe T15, 16 at Bay Hill a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't like he was coming in like Jordan Spieth was you know, who was finishing in the top five, top five, top five, gets a win right before the Masters. You know what I'm saying? And Shoffley is another guy who's finished tied for second in a bunch of majors. He's always seems to be in the hunt, but just can't kick the door in. And yeah. yesterday, after the, the 15th read, huh? hole, after the 15th hole, when Matsuyama put it in the water and makes bogey, Shoffley makes birdie. It's a two-shot tournament heading to the 16th tee. We finally had drama, and it lasted all but about five seconds until Shoffley tees up his eight iron and puts it in the water. It's game amazing. over. Amazing. No, no, not game over. And I'll tell you why, Harry. Because <laughs> – Every single, I keep telling you guys this, every single thing in a game, in a match, in an event counts. It doesn't matter if there are 12 seconds left and a team is up by 14 and somebody heaves a three and it goes in. Every little thing counts. If you had one stroke margin of victory, you were looking at this thing, you probably <laughs> ripped up your ticket thinking there's no way in hell Matsuyama is only going to win by a stroke with an opportunity on 18. He bogeys, he bogeys 18. 18. And Harry, yeah. that was a three or four foot putt. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was expendable on, in, on his account. He has two shots clear of Zalatoris. Ah, Zalatoris. The only other thing, the only reason why I wanted Zalatoris to win today is because I wanted to tune in to Mad Dog Russo at 3 o'clock today to hear him butcher his name about 400 times. Yes. (laughs) Although, here's the thing, and Barrett, you can appreciate this. Harry came on the show, the network show I do on Sundays here for Sports Map Radio, and we talked a little about this. And before he even came on, he ruined, like, you can't, Barrett, look at Andy Dalton anymore. Right, right. You can't. The eyebrows, man. You probably see them in your head often where you don't even want to. So now, Harry, and I think Harry did this on purpose because the person he referenced, I've seen other references for who Zalatoris looks like, but the specific person Harry referenced now has ruined. This kid's, what, 22, 23 years old? 24, I think. I won't be able to watch him play golf anymore. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I can't get Owen Wilson out of my head. When I see Zalatoris, I think about Owen Wilson. It's right, I, I see and it. Man. I know Aton can't stand Owen Wilson, so I put it out on Twitter, and he saw it. And then I came on a show yesterday and referenced it, and it really annoyed him. But that, but I had a guy, and I want to give him credit here today because I, I mentioned this with you yesterday, Aton. Uh, he referenced, said, no, he actually gives me a Bernhard Langer vibe. Yes. Who's the yes. German golfer who's in his 60s and is act- he's still a machine. He's winning left and right on the senior tour. Uh, I think he missed the cut in the Masters this week. But um, he said he gives me a Bernhard Langer vibe. And I'm like, you know what? I can I see it. And I like that. I can do that. Do you see it, Aton? Yes, I do yeah. see that. I'm going to try and pull up. 
Bernhard Langer. Like, get him in the mid-80s when he won his first Masters because the hair is pretty similar. Here it is. Ricky Refuge, at Rat Friend on Twitter, uh, <laughs> said, I get a Bernhard Langer vibe. And I was like, yeah, I could, I could deal with that. Oh, All my right, goodness. So let's look at this. I'll pull it up here on the stream really quick. There are uh, a bunch of things we're going to get into today. I'm sure you guys saw the athletic piece, right? Look at that. That's that's young. Look at that stash, though, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Nothing like the weak blonde mustache. You know. I don't know if this is doing. <laughs> what do you call it? Weak blonde. It's just yeah, like it a weak. It's thin. It's very thin. You know. Yeah, it's very beta. Yeah. Like, that mustache is very beta. Yes. Right? That's it's not like, an alpha stache. No. no. Come on, man. That's you just know. like proving that you do have facial hair of some right, right. degree. Oh, my yeah. goodness. This, yeah. is, this is the kid in eighth grade <laughs> right. or ninth grade that suffered so they never got the connector. You know right. that? Like, there yeah. was never this hair right here next to the sides of the lips. Yep. I think Johnny uh, Marks lacked the connector for yeah. a while. It right? doesn't connect the mustache to the goatee to nope. the chin portion. No. Nope. Yes. And you can't be like 30. And still lacking the connector. So instead, to compensate, you grow one of these beta stashes. Right. That's what that is. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Now I got to get that out of my head. That is an what? incredible mustache breakdown, Aton. No, look. The connector. Man. That's the a beta. Stash. The beta stash, the connector. This adage is flowing today. <laughs> you, just, you are just old slash young enough to have played back when dudes still rocked the mustache in the NFL. No question. And, and yeah. you know, like every now and again, somebody would come in and it just, it didn't look right or it just didn't right. fit right. And it, it was a little bit of a beta stash and it probably shocked you because you didn't look at this guy as a beta. Yeah. <laughs> no question. This is why the beta stash, this is why the Mr. Snuffy puts on the stream. My God, I'm so glad I found this show so much better than other streams. Let's do it. I love it. All right. Now we've got this big revelation from our local Philadelphia Eagles owner here. Mm. And also because my thing is down. So Ron is texting me on the iPad. And yes, Zalatoris is right. He does look at now. What's this thing from Ravel? Because I can't pull it up on the stream here. So can you just tell us real quick, Ron, before we break? Yeah, it was when you guys were talking about uh, golf courses. Yes. Like Japan has golf courses everywhere. These, these are the numbers. The numbers of what? I'm sorry. So it shows uh, this tweet from Darren Ravel. The amount of golf courses in the U.S., there's over there's roughly about 17,000. In Japan, there's 3,100, almost 3,200 golf courses. But then he shows the land area yes. where U.S. Yeah. has massive amounts of land area. But Japan, out of 146,000 square miles, they have – 3,200 golf courses. Hmm. Barrett referenced this, and we kind of glossed so, over it, but he's... Like a it, golf course on every corner in It's Japan. like playing golf in Manhattan, right? Right, right. I mean, it, it's it's that. It's not going out to Queens. It's not going out to some stretch. Of, it's not going out to Long Island, right? You got to be almost perfect. Day. I mean, you got to hit it straight all the time. This isn't even Central Park, your favorite park. Right. Wow, that's something right there. All right, we'll take a quick one here. Wait until you hear about this revelation from the Eagles owner. My goodness. A lot going on today. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. G-A-T-L-E-S-E-O! Jody Nash. 
the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the Um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap. Go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Wow, how about the CSB? Yeah. Got some uh, good stuff with them coming. Welcome up. aboard. You got uh, two graduates of CSB oh, on yeah. this very program, Barrett Brooks. We'll be talking about that for sure. <laughs> hey, I, you see the Wildwood, man. That's where my boat is, man. The Wildwood. We have to do the show from the Wildwood. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's A. Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So this did everybody read this piece on the athletic? You know, you, you should be listening because through Sports Map Radio, you can get a nice discount. Oh yeah, We're running that right, Ron. I know we have a yes. partnership. I don't know about this. Well, we'll get you hooked up. Yeah, right. tell me about it. Yeah, let me know. Well, tell you about what the partnership with the athletic or the piece? Both. Okay, now Jackson Avion referencing King of Queens has won the day here. And I'll just let you know, like, shut the stream down. There is nothing more that I pay attention to now outside of 
Jackson Avion. That might be my burner account. Just okay. in, well, he says, see. look like a demented old circus yeah. monkey. Now, it's what is line, the reference? Well, it's a line from King of Queens. It's when Arthur was working at a pretzel store and he had to pick, Doug had to pick Arthur up mm-hmm. and drive him home. And they were caught on the LIE, Long Island Expressway, for like five hours. And he's just talking his Doug's ear off. Arthur's the grandfather. Yeah, he's uh, Jerry Stiller. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Lives in the basement. Right. uh, Did I ever tell you about my foot surgery? To be fair, it it started, it wasn't even in a hospital proper or, you know, and then it just goes to all these different things. So finally at the end, he's like, oh, my God, I felt like I was trapped in the car by with a demented old circus monkey. (laughs) That's all. That's all. Kevin James. Now. I did not see Kevin James will play Sean Payton in a movie, so we'll have to research that, although Ash is usually on point. So I, I get this thing from Matt Mullen. and Philly Voice. Yeah, phillyvoice.com, where we are on the middle here. And it's an excerpt from this piece on The Athletic. And I don't know how deep you all dived into it, but it's pretty damning, and it's pretty convincing that the head coach is just doing every or part of me, the owner, the owner doing anything and everything he wants across the board. And and yeah, it's his team. It'll always come back to it being his team, but we don't really see this work in professional sports. Oh, it's shield Kapadia's piece on the Correct. athletic. Yeah. 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 This is done okay. by local people, at least paranoia, mismanagement and office politics inside the Eagles downfall under Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. Wow. Downfall. Downfall. Whoa. A team that won the Super Bowl, Barrett, in 2017 is now being described as going through a downfall. Is that amazing? It is incredible. <laughs> that's that's kind of tough because I'm, 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 I'm trying to think back, you know, during Andy's days, um, were they doing the same thing then? Because, I mean, those two were, you know, basically running the organization then. I, th- I guess Andy had more. Andy kept them at bay. Andy, yeah, I think yeah. I think Andy saved us from this a lot right. earlier. Right, well, right, 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 right. You know, the there only seems to be two extremes under a Jeffrey Lurie ownership, right? The two extremes are on one hand, it's Lurie slash Roseman are doing everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they may be at odds every now and again, and Roseman has to convince Lurie something, or Lurie has to remind him who's in charge, all that, but they're pretty much lockstep. And mm-hmm. they run everything. I mean, they're telling Doug Peterson who to hire as an assistant to the assistant. That's one extreme. The other extreme is Andy Reid slash Chip Lurie, uh, Chip Kelly, where it's like, okay, man, you do whatever the hell you want because I either don't know enough or I'm so enamored with you that, like, there's never any middle ground with this team. You know what right. Yeah, and, and I think it was I'm so enamored with you was the Chip Kelly experience. Yep. Like yeah. they were so wowed by what Chip Kelly represented as far as an offensive mind and what he was doing at Oregon and the innovation and all this stuff. Like they were in awe of him. Andy Reid, I don't think he came in here with a pedigree of working with Brett Favre, but he quickly asserted himself as the power broker of the three within two seasons. Right. right. He got his quarterback. The Donovan McNabb was the guy he wanted. And, you know, and within two years, he really, you know, through success after the five and 11 season. That's just, key. Just asserted himself like, hey, I know what I'm doing. You guys just sit back and I take my orders. That's that's key. Is that right? You know, yeah, that's key. Is that I fair? Mean, success. You know, you said it just right. right. Success allowed him to put himself in that position. So, mm-hmm. you know. 
why didn't success allow Doug Peterson? Great question. In that position, it, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you could. You can say success, but it was almost success by default of a bad division. We're talking about a team that you know. I mean, they they won nine, ten games every year, mm-hmm. but it's almost like mediocrity. And once they did win those games, with the exception of the Super Bowl year, yeah, but he beat New England. Right, right. The biggest what game of all. Yeah. Right, you're right. Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know how long, and I'm not asking. I'm, I'm see, saying that's the problem right there. That. But see, that's the problem right there. Once he won that Super Bowl, he then had the cachet that year, that next year, to 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 Debo a little bit and 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 put himself in a position that he was the guy that he was in charge and he didn't. He still allowed them. He lost right to make this. Yes. Yeah. So once you once you lose that. And you still allow them to to go in and 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 you know influence you to do certain things, then they keep that cachet with them. Yeah. When you have the cachet of being a Super Bowl winning coach, you got to take full advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You're Andy right. Reed, you know, took full advantage of him, his success, and made all right. It, it's what I want. I'm going to do this. Despite you know, remember yeah. the Super Bowl, he he right. did. But here's the problem that with what you said, Barrett. But what I think opens up after what you said is. Somebody came in and took credit for all of that. It wasn't like it was, hey, you know, maybe we all got lucky or maybe we all just somebody, you know, you know, they came in and said this was on us. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. not not they. Howie Roseman. Right. Oh, it was such a year. great roster. They were able right. to win a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback because of what oh. I put together. He we're back three. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods. The perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave. Take a nap. Go for a drive. Grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, the, middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. There Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie. You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on board. 
All right, I did some research on this Kevin James thing. Do you Ash want to? Correct. Uh, hey, real quick, do you want? I don't have my phone, so do you want to shoot? I don't know. Do you want to get Kemsky on about this? I never heard back from John, so no, I texted you. McMullen for the second hour of the show. Oh, okay, I didn't. Yeah, I I thought B, you were. We're not getting into the specifics of it, but I thought you were gone. So did I. Yeah, I thought I mean, he was gone all week. No, no, on, on Friday. Yeah, I got to get back, man. My grandmother, she's not doing too no, well. No, no, that's fine. I mean, yeah, we, were, we thought you were gone all week. No, I was uh, no Friday, just Friday. No. So you that's were already gone, or you're leaving this Friday? I'm leaving this Friday. Ah, got it. Okay, so you're with yeah. us all week, but you're, yeah, are you yeah. with us Friday? No, not Friday. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, my granny. Yeah, we're, we we. Mm. I didn't know, you know, we didn't want to bring up any specifics, but you know we're with you, brother. Right, right, right. Mom said I got to come home. Yeah. All right, we have a new Asmin promo to break down. I heard over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's always got a beef with these food slash, like, drink places these fast food spots so he's got i don't, I don't know if i could take it though man i mean i haven't been able to go eat um subway you know, subway I, since then. i know yeah he ruined, I, it. He ruined I, the tuna for all of us he is just the the quintessential young bachelor <laughs> eating all of his meals at fast food and chain restaurants and then right. he complains about it. Right. Then he gets on his platform right. and right. complains about it on his national show. <laughs> so, Ron Culver, if you can, there's this Starbucks promo. You might have cut it up yourself, but do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes and no. It's not Starbucks. It's Chipotle. I thought it was Starbucks. No, it's Chipotle. That's, That's a big the newest difference. One. Yeah, basically. And Chipotle is something that uh, he has no problems admitting to that he eats there at least six times a week. Oh, uh, I'm sure. And, and like Harry already called out. All right. So it's literally every day for lunch. We'll get to that this hour. I, I promise we have to dive into the mind of I, Jake. And I mean, he's still in the studio. Just just forewarning you. Let, let of you course know. he is. Where else would he be? Yeah. Well, Chipotle. Right. <laughs> well, hold on a second. If he's still in the studio, then I can at least send him a link. And maybe he can jump on to defend himself. Yeah, you could. Yes, you After can. we hear this promo, I, yeah. I was going to wait a minute before we did it, but you know, I'm at the mercy of the show here, Harry. Yeah. And Harry. I'm staring at him right now. Huh. All right. Well, let's see. I'll give him time to jump on. When he jumps on, we'll go back to it by all means. But just just if we can get back, and we will before we break here. But just if we can get back to this story really quick. Uh, it seems as if as more and more discussion now comes out and, and Harry, you were looking at it too, uh, I think in the break, yeah. this uh, Kapadia piece, but this is not like, I, I don't know where again, this is coming from because it's, it does not look like it's coming from the two targets of it, which are Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. And I can't imagine that somebody new in this organization is arrived and saying, Hey, let me tell you, man, this, this place is terrible. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I, I I don't see, I don't see Lurie as that guy. You know, I mean, just from knowing him personally, and how he, you know, how he how he ran the organization when I was here. I guess you know he didn't do as much because he was new at being an owner. Mm. But even still, knowing him now, you know, he's kind of reserved and on on everything. But he's he's well versed on everything. He goes in, he makes sure that he uh he he studies this stuff. I mean, it's not he's not like one of those owners to just. Just just sits back and 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 doesn't say anything yeah. or 
doesn't have knowledge of what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about because he's putting some time in this. But I don't see him as a guy that'll meddle to the extent that well, I mean, you know what's happening right now. This is crazy. Play calling, you know, decision makings on fourth down, and uh, you know, of the coach. And I guess if you're signing the check, I guess you do have that right to do that. But do you think Bob Kraft is doing that up in New England? Do you think? Uh, uh, do you think the owner, of the Hunt family, is questioning Andy Reid? Yeah, Look they don't the have to either. Remember, the Lakers went through this with Phil Jackson, right, and Jeannie Buss, and yep. how there was a, a group in the front office that was way too hands-on versus a group that wanted the coaching. And, and now in the NBA, you have LeBron, so that makes it easier. But I, I just I don't think we see this in the NFL. I don't think we see this in the NBA. I don't think we see this in – like the Steinbrenner days are done. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just in, we're used to seeing that in Dallas. Um. You have to have a strong coach to have an owner not say anything. And, and, and there lies the problem. I guess they didn't feel as though Doug was a strong enough figurehead in their in their organization to really um, go forward with those type of situations. I know in, in, you know, with the Steelers, that organization, they're they're They don't do that. No, you know, they're they, not they, sitting Mike Tomlin down and saying, hey, what were you thinking there on fourth and six? But they you know? do their they do their research to do their homework and they bring in people. That's why there's only been was it three head coaches in the entire Steeler um, since they've had the Steelers. There's been yeah. three head coaches. Yeah, Noel and that's and because yeah, Power and Tomlin. So uh, yeah. they do their homework, they do their due diligence, and they ride with that coach. They support the coach, right? You know, the supporting of the coach that means more to me than than you know a, a coach having better you know having the decision to do this and do that. That's where that's where I have a problem with. I, I don't have the, I have a problem with really supporting the coach as opposed to telling the coach what to do. I can see you supporting what the coach is doing, but to go in and tell him what he do and all those type of things, you just can't do that. I mean, because he's the one that's in the, on the front line. He's the one that's right there in the battle around the coach. I mean, around the players doing those type of things. It's hard for me to listen to an owner or or uh, um, a. a personnel guy or even a GM when he hasn't lined up against somebody looking square in their eyes and, you know, being able to choke a 400 pound man. That's you can't the, tell me anything from that aspect. You know, that, I'm shake. You ever see anybody shake their head? No, in, in agreement, because that's what I was doing just now. It, right. it's, <laughs> the no is the point that you're addressing where I'm shaking my head with the Eagles, but I'm agreeing with everything that you're saying. This is the crux of the article. And I'm going to read our own Evan Macy, phillyvoice.com, where we are, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, does a really good breakdown of this, including grabbing some quotes. This is just, uh, and the reason why I jumped in, Barrett, is because it's perfect on point with what you just laid out, especially as a former player talking about the respect for your coach goes so much farther than anything else. And I'm thinking in the backdrop, just just replace what I'm about. Whenever you hear Doug Peterson react, but also think in your mind if that's Mike Tomlin, if that's Pete Carroll, if that's Bill Belichick, if that's somebody who commands respect and if they would ever be treated this way. I'm going to read from Evan Macy. According to the report, Doug Peterson was forced to have a meeting with Jeffrey Lurie every Tuesday, Mm -hmm. something Andy Reid never had to do. And this is two years after he won a Super Bowl. Yes. Thank you, Harry. Yes. The head coach was subject to interrogation from the owner at every turn. And then I have quotes. Peterson was ridiculed and criticized for every decision. One source told the athletic quote, 
If you won by three, it wasn't enough. If you lost on a last second field goal, you're the worst coach in history. Stop. <laughs> Just let's stop right there. Right. What? You can't do that. No. What? Yeah. No. This is why Doug Peterson wanted out. This is right. why he he went into that meeting knowing that Lurie wanted to have control of who his coaching staff was, and he went in there and wasn't going to buckle, knowing that he'd get walking papers. See, they I had to. I couldn't, had I couldn't do that. I, couldn't do that. I need a year off. Three months later, he's back in Nashville. You know what? I, yeah, Schwartz, want right. out of here. People are leaving faster than they're leaving Center City. Well, see, that's the problem right there. See, I that. I couldn't be like that in any type of job. I mean, even, you know, to be to be honest, you know, my work with NBC, I, I remember early in my career, like my first um, my first year or two in, in, in being a broadcaster for, for NBC slash Comcast back then when it was, it was Comcast Sportsnet then. I would have to meet with them once a week or after every show. And it got to a point where I was like, yo, I, I can't do this. No, um, I mean, if, if, you, if you want me to meet every week, then we just can't we can't have this relationship. You know, because I refuse to do that. I re I refuse to be micromanaged on yeah. on what I do. You know, I mean, yeah. I understand that you know this is your business, and 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 you've you've taken this you know to this to this level. You show me and put me in a position where I'm I'm getting better all the time. But I can't be micromanaged because just like I can't tell you what it is to sit in a you know board meeting and explain to executives why I didn't say this and I didn't say this. Well, you can't tell me how I went in and beat up the Road Warriors. You know. Uh, in a in a in a you know a, uh, an elevator right, in at a, a club in Japan. That was my experience. Right. It was me going against Charles Haley or Mr. Reggie White every weekend. You can't tell me how it is to go out there and block Derek Thomas. So you can't tell me how to do that. I can't tell you how to do this. And if we reach a road where we can't, you know, physically and 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 you know psychologically and mentally and and everything come together and say, all right. This is how we'll do it. Then I, I, I'm I'm perfectly cool with just walking away. And that's what everybody did. Cool. Yeah. Hey, look, Harry, this is now. I mean, does this not shed light on why Doug Peterson, as you referenced, Jim Schwartz, Carson Wentz? I mean, hauled ass out of here. out of here. Yeah, it's incredible. All right, you ready? For this quote: "The fact that Doug had the this okay. This is a source inside the building, and I think it not only continues to shed light on this dysfunction, but also on." how people inside that building may view the Super Bowl. Because I think from the outside, we toss around, they got lucky, circumstance and all that. And maybe we think that the guys in the building, as we have one here on our show who has won a Super Bowl, look at it like, uh-uh, we'll take it. You know, all the This is a quote from somebody in the building, a source. The fact that Doug had the success he did with all the bleep going on in the building. Sometimes I look at our Super Bowl rings and I'm like, holy cow, I don't know how we did it. <laughs> I mean, there are people inside the building that look at the level of dysfunction and say, how the hell can that rose grow through concrete? Right, how is that right. possible? Um, I think, you know, it, it had a lot to do with the players that they had, which is which is why I think Howie thinks that he is, um, if not the architect of that team to win the Super Bowl. I mean, he brought in the guy, uh, the guys that, you know, that won the Super Bowl, the Alshons, um, uh, the defensive lineman from Baltimore. You know, he he kind of orchestrated the roster in a way that, all right, it didn't matter who got hurt. We can plug somebody in. He signed a, a guy in Corey Clement, a local guy that, right. you know, went off, you know, for 100 yards. Brought receiving. in a Jai midstream. Yeah. Season. Yep. Yeah. Kept, kept a cornerback that couldn't play outside, but, but came in and was a match pro player. Robinson at the um, slot position. You know, mm -hmm. those are all things that brought in two former 
uh, Patriots and, you know, with, with Long and, and, and LeGarrette Blunt. Right. Well, were, a lot were, of these guys on defense, though, we were told were Jim Schwartz picks. Well, they were. They were under. Right. They they were drafted by Jim Schwartz or brought in and played for Jim Schwartz. So now, now you got Howie, who's like, "Well, Jim's not here anymore. I'll I'll take credit for all of it." Right, mm -hmm. right, right. And that's no, that's another reason why Jim was like, "Yo, I got to get out of here." He's out. You expect you expect me to bring out lineup cornerbacks out there that can't cover? Yeah, he's I'm out. out tired he's of back. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah, he's back now. He yeah. was out for three months, and right, he's, he's out, but he's back now. <laughs> yeah, he's in Nashville. Look right. at say Peterson was beaten down by the constant second guessing. Quote: They treated him like a baby. One source said. Mm. Well, also he wasn't in a position where and now they got a baby to, to be the head coach. Right. <laughs> but how long was he? Well, how long was he in the NFL, man? As a, as a coach, we're talking about it was only like five years or four years. As a coach in the NFL, I mean, he was coaching in high school, right? And then Reed brought him back, and he became like a quarterback coach. And right from there, like the next year, he was a head coach. But when not you're a lot in, of time to learn. You're in the Andy Reed nest. Like yes. no matter how long, you're going to be looked upon differently by Jeffrey Lurie yes, than exactly. maybe by other owners and right. general managers throughout the league. You're right. Yeah. So, so right, that's tough. Perfect. Before we take a break, I'm going to leave you with this, and we'll we'll talk more about it as well. But but look at this here as and no still no word for Asman, so we're just going to have to rip him. And well, McMullen's going to come on in the second hour. He just can't come on at the top like I wanted. He's going to pop on though. What McMullen? Okay. We'll do that. Quick break. We'll come back. I have more cuts and quotes and everything from this piece. It's ridiculous. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on... Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. 
catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready. In just 8 or 16 weeks, train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. reading the TMZ thing about uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> he has a six car, um, a six SUV um, security um, detail with him when he takes his son out to, or his kids out to ride bikes in the neighborhood. That's cool. <laughs> what a loser. In Dominican Republic, rather. Wow, that was tight. All right, so we final segment here before we kick off the next hour. John McMullen expected to join us, shed some light on this report. We have the Sixers Mavs on them. Remember, this was flexed into national television on ESPN. Tonight. Oh, that's right. That's right. Big one here. So I'll read you this. And this is from The Athletic. And I think it puts a really good analogy out as far as what's happened with Roseman. Those close to Roseman believe he was sincere in his effort to improve his interpersonal skills in the wake of his expulsion. He talks often about carrying with him the lessons from that time. But over the course of the past few years, as the team's success waned, sources say some of Roseman's worst instincts have returned. Now, check mm. this out. Quote, one source said, quote, my best analogy of that would be when people lose weight and there's the boomerang effect. They lose a lot of weight, and then they gain it all back, and then some. That's how I would describe that. So wow. Roseman loses weight, metaphorically speaking. They win the Super Bowl, and then as things progress, like just time, you start mm -hmm. to look over at the shelf at the supermarket and think, yeah, you know, one bag of cookies ain't that bad. Next right. thing you know, you're back to what you were, which is the same general manager that was so bad, fellas, that he had to be banned to the basement. Well, that that was all courtesy of Chip Kelly, well, though, maybe too. Chip saw so, you know, Harry, maybe we shot and killed and destroyed the messenger, but yeah. maybe Chip, like the no, one no, thing no, Chip no, I disagree. Right. I disagree. That might be the one thing he got right, but his history beyond the Philadelphia Eagles proves that he's not an NFL head coach. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, he wouldn't know Vince Lombardi if he fell on you. Seriously, he's better suited in college. Well, then that's the problem because there's nothing you, wrong with that. Right, right. Yeah. He, that dude, man. Like I said, for my, um, I, I did. Uh, I was a, I was a producer, and with ESPN, and I used to do college games. And the, the year that they were really, really good, you know, where they had that that the offense that they had, mm -hmm. we did like five or six games, and we went to, you know, it was me and and um, Mc, uh, McMillan, 
Um, I mean, me and Millen. Matt Mullen. Matt Mullen. Matt Millen. Millen? No, yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt Millen. Not Matt Mullen. Not Matt Mullen. Not McMullen. Matt Millen. Not McMullen. You got me talking about McMullen. Not the McMullen Mafia, but no. no. The real, the linebacker, you know. Right. Millen. Penn State. Yeah. Yes. So we're talking Redskins. We're, we're talking to them. They're like, they might be playing Cal Berkeley. You got so 20. So we're going through it. And he, well, wait, 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 I understand this, but not worrying about the Bears. What about do you think my offense equates to the NFL? You think I'll be able to get these NFL players to do this and this right. and that? That's all he worried about was going right. to the NFL. The thing. Yeah. You should have just told him right there. No. <laughs> you would have saved him and us a lot of stress. And we're back. It's the middle. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. What uh, what's Asman's deal? Is he coming on? Yeah, he's down there. I'm just trying to get the, the promo. I'm trying to get the promo sent. Oh, okay. So we could play it. And not that's crazy. Can you can you imagine that having to meet with the owner every Tuesday? Oh my god! Like Come think on, about man. that. Here's there he is. Howdy. Of all the level of dysfunction that Adam Gase had surrounded brought to the Jets, it, it never got this bad. No, no. Like Adam Gase, man, nobody was standing over him. Well, oh, see that, that. Do you really want to well, say that in front of Jake? Because at this point, you know he's just he's just smiling at our our, our grief that we're going through right now, knowing that his organization has a a a, a, a real skipper at the helm. You know, running that team. Do. Yeah. 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 You guys have seen a Super Bowl, though. I don't know what that's like. So I'm glad we trade places. You know, to be honest with you, I kind of forget it too. All right. You know? <laughs> This was uh, also in the piece. One source described Wentz as smarter than most of the coaches on staff, but that mm. meant he wanted to control the game at the line of scrimmage with checks and audibles. His pre-snap orchestrations led to confusion among mm. the other players and resulted in guys not being on the same page. Wow. Peterson struggled to find a balance between empowering Wentz and reining him in. Now, that's the piece, and you can add this. Well, he didn't have any support from up top because the I, people up top just kept enabling Wentz. Right, but I need this athletic password here. I need to read this. Uh, Jake, do you still have yours? Uh, it's don't, actually not Don't mine, give it out over the, the I, I can see it your way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, right? Don't you have it? 
Oh, I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even have Asman's number in here. Oh, that's terrible. Think. That Me is neither. terrible. Me neither. I don't know. I'm here too. I don't have that. <laughs> I got to have Asman's contact info. Yeah, because we were we've been asking too much, man. And you every know, now and then I, 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 on, yeah. I get it a craving for Asman and the Jets <laughs> discussion. I want to I'd want to send him a, like a like a random text. Well, I want to send you a hate text because I can no longer. You know, usually when I go to go to Walmart, you know, if I'm hungry, I might stop by Subway and snatch me a little uh, oh, no. a little turkey <laughs> sub. <laughs> you just ruined it, bro. I gotta wait now until I get home because of you, or wait till I leave. Walmart now, just because of you, man. My, my, my Walmart anyway, though. Yeah, Asman is missing the connector, Aton. Did you see I this? Told you. Yeah, you got the little Langhar thing going. Yeah, I can't connect. See, no one ever notices though, but you did. Asman's disconnected. It's yeah, bothered me for years. It, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm sure you were a subject of ridicule back in high school. I, I, I couldn't even really grow a full beard in high school. <laughs> I still can't, well, but I can do a little more. You got now. like a like a Xander Shawfle beard. That's true. Yeah, I looked wife, a lot worse at sixteen than he did. In fairness, my wife's Bro. like, "Why does he try to grow a beard?" I'm like, "I don't know." I mean, the guy's <laughs> on TV. Just go clean shaven, you know. I know, like that guy from Michigan who's got all the arm, like the shoulder hair. Come on, man, just shave that stuff. <laughs> do you, you this man? It, it's that's been. Three weeks from now, college, you just can't stop going back. I hate that. Thinking about that, man. Because here's the thing. I get the competitive advantage you may have over a an opponent, but as a teammate, I don't want that. I don't want to. Not every day. Not every day. No. I don't want to be touching. Did you guys talk about Bad Bunny yet on the program? I hear he had a phenomenal WrestleMania performance. Well, uh, we're going to get to that. That's we'll, Harry's get, bag. we'll get to that with John McMullen. He's going to give us our WrestleMania breakdown. That's Harry's uh, deal. Harry knew who Bad Bunny was. Oh, was yeah. Absolutely. We on the show. Now I know. And now I know he's in a lot of stuff I didn't know he was in. A lot of songs I didn't know he was in. Uh-huh. That's crazy. That's great well, knowledge by you, Harry, but I had no idea. And now all of a sudden, does it change your want? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
to listen to him? Probably not, right? No. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he's on that song with two other people I don't know or haven't heard. Right, <laughs> right, right. And we got to get through this Kevin James, uh, Sean. Oh yeah, Hayden yeah, yeah. yeah. We too. also got to do the DMX thing too because Kevin Kincaid massacred the top the Mount Rushmore for DMX tracks. You know, I went in and listened to a couple of DMX. You're right, man. He might be top five. Oh no, no. He. I know he was top ten. But he had. I'll tell you this. He he's top five impact. Oh no on, question on the on the music. Yep. Like he he was the first. Like it, it was crazy. I'm sorry. It was like for. It was this. We're back, so I'm not going to get into my it. Friend are caught in the, middle. the middle starts now. On the sports but you had like speed network. metal, that type of feel to it. You're going to punch somebody. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. Here's Aton Shander, Eric Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, and as you can see via the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, we are live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios here each and every day for the two hours of the program, however you consume it via Sports Map Radio as well. Jake Asman from the Jake Asman Show, 9 to 11, Monday through Thursday, Eastern Time, AM, the show that airs just before us as Joey B has dubbed him the king of Florham Park from Houston. <laughs> and Jake is here because of something that I heard for the first time yesterday. See, this is what my Sunday, my weekend show has turned into. It's just live betting, talking about all the stuff that's happening in front of me and listening for promos from Tony slash Ron or Jake that we can bring up on this show because I know Harry and Barrett love to go down that long <laughs> rabbit hole of holding other hosts accountable. So, Ron, do we have time to listen to this Chipotle promo? I don't think you're going to get an answer from Ron. He's in uh, deep conversation right now with, with the who? program director of uh, the local station here. Oh, okay. Well, that's oh. Cool. We're not going to take Oh, so he's getting he's getting Howie Roseman right now or 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 Jeffrey Lurie right Jeffrey now. Jeffrey Lurie. Like, that's the local station. You want so, me to play the promo? Yes. There he is. The Jake Asman Show. Last night, I had one of the worst experiences at a Chipotle in my life. I go to the same location almost every night. I mean, I eat Chipotle six days a week. I mean, you can look it up. You know, my track record speaks for itself. So I show up at this location, and there's a bunch of people off to the side waiting for online orders. There's a bunch of people waiting online. I look up to the counter, and I see there's only two Chipotle employees working, which seems odd. Well, it's not that they were understaffed. They had three people off to the side, just sitting at a table casually, while all these people were waiting for their online orders. People were waiting online. It ended up taking 30-something minutes for me to get my food, and it normally takes five at the most. This was an absolute disgrace. I have spoken out over Twitter. I wrote in a nasty response on the customer service website, and I'll keep you posted. The Jake Osmond Show. All right. Uh, on wow. that note, we're going to take a quick one. Jake, there needs to be some sort of response to that promo, and it will happen here on The Middle. Stay tuned. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, 
and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, 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 middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon, mignon with crown royale. Vanilla <laughs> ice cream and apple pie? You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on play. Might have a Flyers trade here. Uh oh. Uh oh. Anthony Sanfilippo for what? is uh, saying that uh, Nolan Patrick may be headed to Vegas. Look at that. I like I Good for Vegas futures, huh? Hmm. You're rolling with the Knights on a Why? Play. Why couldn't it be like, you know, Claude or somebody? You want to let your new talent go? Your young talent go? Claude. Why, why is Tim Claude has a no trade. Yes. And why is Tim Saunders the only one who refers to him as Cloud? Yeah, and Claude, Claude is expensive. Nolan Patrick is pretty affordable. Yeah. A shot by Cloud Giroux. I love Tim Saunders, man. Yeah. He sells cars. Does he really? He used to. I don't know if he still does. This is the middle on the Sportsman Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. So you heard the promo. Jake is here to defend himself. We also have this ridiculous story. Not the story itself, nor the people who wrote it, like Shield Kapadia, but the ridiculous description of dysfunction. That the Philadelphia Eagle. I mean, this is every week we have something new every yeah. single week. And now there's also reports that they may be jumping back up in the draft to get a quarterback. Yeah. Just it like never ends here. No, no. Yeah. Now we'll, we'll wait and see if this trade for Nolan Patrick from the Philadelphia Flyers to the Las Vegas Knights goes through and it's official, though. It's not uh, official. It's just, uh, you know, hearsay. it could happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's go to this promo really quick here, because now you are, both of you and Barrett and Harry understand what I heard over the weekend and wanted to bring it up with Jake at, at the very least on this show with you two. You were a gentleman, man. That's, I'm going to start off by saying that you're a gentleman. Really? 
That's yes. not the answer I thought you would have here. I thought you would hold Asman accountable yeah. for the fire. Well, well I'm well. I'm concerned for Asman, actually. <laughs> because, you know, A, he's eating too much Chipotle. Right. And B, he's now put it on record on a national platform and on social media that he's displeased with the service. And you know what happens in restaurants when people realize and they can pick you out with your disconnected red ginger mustache and beard, and they're going to start giving you things in that order that you didn't necessarily order. Yes. If that you could, follow be me. Problem. Like See, bodily fluids? Yes. <laughs> that is why, though, guys, and I've talked about this before, if you're ever going to order Chipotle, it's a malpractice if you don't go in person and order it, because if you order online, you're setting yourself up for failure. They're going to, they're going to cut you short on your chicken or your steak. They're going <laughs> to cut you short on your rice or your beans. You got to go there, look them in the eyes and you got to coach them up essentially, hold them accountable. I like to tell them that I'm hungry tonight. So subconsciously, maybe they give me a little bit more, you know, you got to ask for extra rice, extra beans on the online app. You can't do such a thing. So yes, I had a ter terrible experience the other night and it, it was awful. And I, I voiced my displeasure on Twitter and they tweeted at me. We're sorry, please write in on the website. What happened? I did that. I have not heard anything, but I've been back there once so far. And the other day when I went, I mean, you would have thought I was a king showing up. I got extra portions. I didn't even have to ask for anything extra. Yeah, you got something extra, all right. I right. guarantee you, you got extra oh. portions of something that you didn't want. Well, hold on, you said I'm hungry. That's just like me showing up. At a, if I'd have showed up there, you know, if they just put skip on something, I look at them like, oh, that must be hers. That's not yeah. mine, is it? Oh, that's mine? Yeah. You see how big I am? It's like Bro. me looking at the bartender at my club <laughs> mixing me a drink. I'm like, oh, that can't be mine. Can I ask for water and ice? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, man. But look, look, water, look that's soda instead. I didn't yeah, order, a, I didn't order a mixer. Yeah, what'd you say? Let me um is that a Coke? Yeah. With a splash right. of Crown Royale. It's supposed to be the opposite way. <laughs> no, a glass no. of Crown Royale with a splash of Coke. <laughs> I can't believe that Asmund's gone back. I, well, you can't find a different Chipotle. Like at least go to a different one where they don't recognize you. Right. No, well, the, the problem is there are two in my area. And one of them, the one that I had the bad experience with, is legitimately two minutes away from my apartment. So just out of sheer convenience to not go to that location anymore. I mean, it it, it I just basically weighed the pros and cons here. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just suck it up. I'm Can not I a man of principle, clearly. And and going back home to Florham Park doesn't count to see the family. All right. But between the subway commercials and the Chipotle, I mean, promos. And all, when's the last time you've had a home cooked meal? Yeah. <laughs> when's the last That's time like Seriously. you? And here's the thing. Microwave like you can give me. Oh, you know, I have one of those microwavable bowls that I put in. Like, I'll even settle for that. When's the last time you didn't go to Chipotle or Subway or Burger King or one of these places? You well, I don't go to any of those places other than Chipotle. I'm a Chipotle guy. I consider myself a, a Chipotle connoisseur. That's why I was so disappointed with the experience because I've, I've lived it my, my whole life. I go to Chipotle more than most human beings on the planet. So well, you think it's healthy though, huh? Cause they make yeah. it right in front. You think it's healthy. Well, I'll tell you why Barrett, because it, it fills me up and it's, it's somewhat healthy. If you're getting chicken and steaks and proteins and whatnot, healthy. you can have it's it every day and not healthy. get fat. And <laughs> you can't go wrong. Well, look at this. Well, this is what I said. This is what I, this is why I said I'm, I'm, I'm with, you know, I'm, I'm with Jake on this. 
Now I'm standing in line, and there's two people behind the, the, uh, the you know the service place, and I look over and I see three other people over there just sitting there, and I see all these orders and everything else. Number one, I'm going to the manager. I'm like, yo, hey, bro, I understand you guys need you guys or you guys need a little uh, little break or something, man. But do you see these lines out here? I think you need to get some more people out here to get this going because I don't have all day to be doing it, number one. And then for have then to have them look at you while you're standing in line, oh, I'd have been offended. Okay, but but hold on. Oh, Here, no. Here's my question, okay? And I'm not sticking up for anybody in this, but I went through something this morning why I, I was here a couple of seconds after I should have been here where it took me 55 minutes to swap, to basically just buy a phone outright. Didn't do anything. No problem with the people at Verizon. No problem with the person that was helping me. That process took about 10 minutes. But you know what took 45 minutes? The people in front of me that needed their hand held. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm done blaming Generation X and I'm done blaming millennials. You know who it is? It's people older than me that don't know how to use a kiosk. It's somebody that needs their hand held to push a touchscreen because right. they're not sure. That's what it is. That's an Amber Alert, by the way. So, yeah, it's like people in the grocery store or at uh, Lowe's or Home Depot that don't know how to use the self checkout thing. And and they're not millennials. Right. Okay? They're, they're people older than us, even you, Harry. And yes. So here's my question, and let's just add some context to this story. And this is the only thing I'll add to this. The people that were ordering in front of you, were they contributing to the delay? Because if it's, um, you know, I last time I was here, I had this chicken and it was amazing. Do you know what it was? Because no, no, no. You got to come up ready to go if you know you're going to Chipotle all right, or anywhere else. You get the burrito bowl, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, I had yeah. this burrito ball. It was it was a naked burrito. And I don't really know what it was called. Do you have any idea? If that person's in front of you, then I think you have to take a little less chunk out of Chipotle's rear and start applying it to the patrons. That's all. Oh, you at least need three people, though. Tell them, tell them Jake, you at least need three people because you need two people uh, where the meat and the vegetables are. And then you need one person <laughs> right there that takes the order. You need what? at least three. you can't have two. You can't. Well, I love well, how Aton is in master's mode. He just called the customers at Chipotle patrons. <laughs> Sorry. I had a lot of Nota Begay still in my head. What are you going to get a, a pimento cheese sandwich at Chipotle? Aton, <laughs> I agree with everything you just said. My issue, though, was they had the staff to handle the the, the back order of people online. The question was they're sitting off to the side watching this line get bigger and bigger. See? They could have been helping their fellow employee manage it. And they right. were unstaffed, not because they didn't have the staff, but because they had three people lollygagging off to the side right. while people needed their burrito bows or burritos. Like, And you know, to your point about you got to know your order when you get online there, be ready to make a play. Let's go. Hey, can I get a bowl, please? Can I freaking have steak? Asman sees the play clock running down, man. He's got to get the call in. I want to see this in action. I want to see Asman go enter a Chipotle and coach the employees up on how to give him his meal. That is must see. I got to film it. You know, yeah, it, you should. It, it, there's an art form to it. You got to have the got to get the play call in. Right. Let's go. Hurry up offense. Up tempo. Two minute drill every time. Be ready to make a play out there. Are, are you a queso guy also with it? I actually don't like Chipotle's uh, queso. I thought okay. I thought it's it, it's it's not as good as it should be. It's better a than watery it was. Yeah, but it's a little watery, isn't it? 
Yeah, their guac those elite. I mean, they charge. Yeah, the guac is serious. Yeah, Don yeah. McMullen, by the way, has, has voiced his displeasure countless times on Twitter because he wields the power of the blue check. Mm -hmm. Jake Asman has been recently verified, refuses to tell all of the other people out here, like myself and Harry, how to go about it. Barrett's already verified because he played in the NFL, and that's Wait, Asman's verified. Yeah, he got. He got he, <laughs> nobody what? knows. Nobody knows how. I mean, at least McMullen can say, I've been covering the NFL for 45 years. You know, what do you want from me? Barrett played in, in Super Bowl eight, so he still has the ring to show it. I think that was the ice bowl. And then here, Harry and I, all we're doing is getting banned by this algorithm because we don't have to check. I got like five times the amount of followers as Asman, and he's got a blue check. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, John. I, I don't know how they do it. I, I think... One of my old bosses did it. I, I don't know. You you like get people blue checked, you know, writers and all that all at once. I I have no idea how it's done. Mm, neither wow. does Jake. And it sounds fit. This is like you verified people telling us, I don't know how to. It is like a body, a ripped bodybuilder using a solo flex and telling me if I use it three days a week for I'll 30 minutes, like I'm going to look like him. Right. right. Well, it, it took. So I, I can. I, I told you the story off air, Todd. I connected with someone in Miami a year ago that worked for Twitter. No longer works for Twitter. And after we interviewed someone through Twitter Sports, I sent my info to her. I'm like, "Hey, is there any way you could like submit it to the people that handle this stuff?" And she said, "Basically, we don't have a real process unless you're you're going through like the web director at your company that has a relationship with Twitter." We can't we can't just get an account verified. So she said she'd submit my info and that and it took nine months until the check mark showed up. So I had forgotten all about it and thought I wasn't getting it. Wow. And now the person that I connected with, I can't even get in touch with the person because the email They've probably been fired. Probably. Oh, probably for verifying for you. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe. For that yeah. blue check mark. <laughs> I, I still have fired, man. You wrong for that, bro. I only got those three guys fired. Yeah, I woke up one day with a blue check. I honestly have no idea how it got there. None. Zero. Ash None. is one of our more observant people on the stream mm -hmm. and is asking if you are wearing, John McMullen, a Dallas Mavericks hat in yeah. anticipation of the Mavs Sixers game tonight, which has been flexed into national television. No, it's a it's a NBA finals hat. So it's a Mavs Lakers hat uh, from that finals. OK. Uh, from when I used to cover the NBA. I'm just throwing different hats on. So I got this spree for covering the NBA finals. Mavs so. Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's here's my question. Dirk Nowitzki finals. Mm. No, that was Heat. That was the Heat. That was the Heat. And the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. what am I thinking? Heat yeah. 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 Mavs, Mavs and Lakers could only meet in the Heat. Western Conference yeah. finals. I assume, like, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. okay. Heat, 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 Mavs. All right. Well, Let me see the Heat. Wait, I'm going to look now. Yeah, it is the heat. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. yeah, there it is. It's That's a nice a, hat. Yeah, it, it is a nice hat, but I have to be honest. I don't think I've seen hats like that before. Hmm. I mean, that's yeah. like, well, a, that's like a when it's free, it's for me. Exactly. Right. That's what I was going to say. That's like a media slash yeah. air yes. weather fan. I bet our buddy Dan Schwartzman has a couple of those. Oh, hats absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll take a quick one here. John McMullen's in the house. Jake, you're you're on the hook as far as the Chipotle thing, but now you you know the drill. You can leave, hang, whatever you want to do is fine with us. 
but we'll continue moving forward here. We also have some great calls you have to hear from Hideki. Yeah. And on top of that, John McMullen, not only with this recap and update on what happened with the latest with the athletic and how dysfunctional the Eagles continue to be, but WrestleMania. Yeah. And I Big saw wrestling weekend. I saw birds 365 open up with the little WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Rock. yeah Off the top Mac rope, Mac. Jody Mack. Exactly. Gotcha. Right. I went on with Jody over the weekend, by the way, fellas. On Saturday. Yeah. Oh, look, so okay. we have a lot to talk. I, I think right. I think Asman or Aton or Jody is on every second of every day. There's one a of the chance. Yep. There yep. is a chance. All right, we'll break. We'll be back. It's the middle Phillyvoice.com slash the middle at sports map radio. All right, one sec. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation. And we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, 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 middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. There Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie. You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on play. So, uh, John, there was actually two nights of WrestleMania. Is that right? Yeah, two nights, Saturday, Sunday. Pretty, uh, you know, I think the best part was seeing actual fans in the stands because wrestling's a tough watch with no yeah. fans, even more so than other sports. Right. So and they this... got about 20, 25,000 people in there both nights. And that was at uh, Raymond James? Raymond James. Yeah, yeah wow. Raymond James Stadium. I saw Hulk Hogan was dressed as a pirate in on the pirate ship. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, he was on the pirate ship with Titus O'Neil. Right. Uh, he's an Omega sci-fi guy. Uh, yeah, there we uh, go. Okay. 
He used to play at the University of Florida. Hmm. O'Neal? Yeah. Your real name's Thaddeus Buller. Okay. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. John McMullen is in the house. At JF McMullen. Jake Asman is in the house. At Jake Asman show, right? That is, uh, that's the show account. My Twitter is just my name, at Jake well, you Yeah, I mean, look, I, I noticed this too on Birds 365. They have done their own thing now at the bottom <laughs> of everybody's name. Jake, mistakenly and incorrectly, this is probably why he's waiting at Chipotle so long. He doesn't even have his order together. The guy can't get the Twitter account right. You expect Jake to get his naked burrito bowl order correct. So Jake just puts his name, not the Twitter account. The three of us at the top at Shatter Show at Harry Mays to you at B Brooks 72 NBCS. Yeah. John, and this is what John and Jody have done. They put, ah, oh, look, see Jake seamlessly. So oh. John <laughs> McMullen and Jody McDonald on Birds 365 will put their full names and then that dash, if you will, and then their Twitter account to follow. So it's very professional is what I'm saying. This looks much better more professional of a look mm. than anything we can put together. Well, yeah, yeah I, think that's, I think that's definitely the key to professionalism right there. That's the Amber alert. <laughs> yeah. We just got an Amber alert. Yeah. Yeah. Professional. Jody so, Mac. Professional. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Jake. Oh, look, see now, now Jake's doing it. And yeah, see this. There we go. Jake, Jake yeah, is quick with that, man. Yeah. That is tech savvy. Yeah. And this is the problem, though, is that we know you, John McMullen. So now what's going to happen is he's probably crafting the email to Joe Krause for Jacob Media, mm -hmm. accusing the middle because Jake was <laughs> on the middle, accusing the middle of some sort of copyright of presentation. And now there's going to be internal. See, this show, it was only a matter of time before this show caused controversy and drama with birds 360 it took a week Aton. that's, that's it even us it's asmin it's somebody that comes on it's a it's a guest host if you will well yeah, I'm, just, I'm happy to help so you know get get harry mays slash at harry mays tu up there no, that's we need that professionalism. Yeah, Barrett did, did it too. Barrett did it. I, I thought if you have if you have a check, a blue check, you can do it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's what I like about Barrett's. Barrett is no. See, Barrett, go back to the slash you had, because that's like McDonald's yeah, versus McDowell's. You know, Birds three sixty five has the straight. We've got the slant. <laughs> that's what you can do. I'm All taking right, it off. I'm taking it off. All, All right, right, let's get it back to the Eagles. Well, I was going to get it back to this real quick. Oh, okay. We'll have more time to talk about uh, the Eagles situation with John and Jake, if he's hanging, coming up in the next segment. And apparently, do you have that promo, Ron? Which one? The one you just texted me about that Harry and I gave you a promo without any editing. Uh, let me see if it got through the system yet. Okay, well, you let me know when that ha does happen. This is the Japanese call of Hideki Matsuyama, who eventually will go on to win the Masters yesterday. Yeah. This is on Knocking 15. one in the water. Yeah. Oh. 
ここで松山あ、oh, That was brutal, man. I love that. Yeah. You hear that in the yeah. <laughs> What's the sound? What is that? What is that? Was, I guess that was, that was probably Tommy Nakajima uh, voicing yes, his disgust. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's Chow. an emotion. That's an emotion of disgust, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Now we have the other shot here. Speaking of Tommy Nakajima and Wataru Ogasawara, we have the call of the second shot on nine. Now, you mm. remember this one, Harry. Of course. Do you want to set the scene here for everybody on well, nine? This is the par four uphill green, very difficult second shot. And uh, this is uh, Matsuyama. And he went on to make birdie there. Did you hear that sound? Yeah. That, that iron shot? You want to talk about a solid golf shot. That's what it sounds like. I mean, that's like, remember when Keith Kachuk described his last name as the sound of a puck going into the net? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's the sound. Like, there are there are very few sounds, right? I don't know if there's a sound of a clean hit. Is there? Oh, yeah. With a, with a home run? We played it one. Not no, no, no. Ago. I meant, like, body on body. Oh, like oh okay. okay. Like, there's, there's the sound, like, the Sheldon Brown hit I go mm -hmm. back to, right? In the Saints game. Against yeah, Reggie Bush. Very, Yes, there yeah. are very few sounds of purity. That's as pure as it gets. I've uh, never heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you and me both, brother. Never heard it before. Never. <laughs> you and me both at that point. Jeez. That's just like, you know, when you hit when you hit a linebacker square. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah, like that sound, right. This this would be, I was trying to think about this, to put it in our terms, right, the five of us, where we can always go back to the NFL. But this would be like somebody from another country coming over here, wherever that may be, and not only representing a country, but a region and, and being the MVP, like being Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes were from Germany or Kenya or Japan and was the same individual just from a different country like that, that's what we've seen. Yao Ming is an easy one, but he never mm -hmm. really lived up to the hype. I mean, I don't know if we've seen something like this where somebody's come. Now, granted, it's the PGA Tour. I get all that, but this is insane. Well, do you that remember? Do you remember the Jeremy Lin Lin sanity for yeah. a week or so? Oh, he was yeah, with the New yeah. York Knicks. Yeah, Aton, yeah, you yeah, and I yeah. were doing a show together during That's that right. period. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're no, right. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of great European players in the NBA now. NHL's loaded with uh, oh, yeah. foreign stars. Well, the NHL, though, I think we, we all. Sorry, Jake. I was gonna say baseball. You have Latin players. So, yeah. it, who was the right. first Latin player to break in? That was this is like Ichiro. Yeah, but that's is, that's yeah. the point though is yeah. that the game has already been established through integration and through other players. It's not. I'll explain in the break. But basically, it's not like it's new. It's not like golf is new here, nor is it new to that region. It's just he specifically, as Harry said, broke through. All right, it's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle sports map radio. Oh man. Right, we got a couple minutes here to breathe. That was um, that was ridiculous. Well, how much time was spent on Birds three sixty five today, John, discussing wrestling? Uh, I, just just like minutes. the first 
first 10 minutes, yeah. maybe 15. Nice. That's all, that's, I watched when I was at the Verizon store. Caught the yeah. replay. It was, it was good. I Go do back. think, though, that the uh, – is the brick to brick – or are you changing that now with what you have? I, I, I want to change it, but I'm not in charge, Aton. I'm not Who a big is? fan of the brick to brick. But, wait, wait a second. Yeah. Are you telling me that we've got a <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, Doug Peterson dysfunction? Uh, is, are you having no. weekly meetings with Jody Mack and he's critiquing your? <laughs> no, no, not 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 Jody Mack. That was a that was a Kraus. That That's was a, a Kraus decision. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. therefore we support. <laughs> no, Jody. Jody doesn't care. Oh, okay. Nice. Hey, look. If it's coming from Jacob Media, then we support it. And yeah. I stand corrected. Of course. I said I love it, but I change okay. it up for this show. Why That's not? why I was confused. See, I was confused that you changed it up. I thought based on the I like that. Well, I was having I, I had better. some green screen issues today for the first time. I couldn't get that thing right. It was dark in the morning because it was raining. Then it then the sun came out. That screwed me up. It was a tough green screen day. Well, look at Harry. He's wearing yeah. the wrong color shirt. Yeah, I got a yeah. green shirt on today. Yeah. You think now, he Harry, knew? Harry, see, I respect Harry because you have the side showing, but Harry doesn't care. See, I, I, well, I no, I, I, I don't do that intentionally. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, I'm with like, you. It, I'd rather it, it not it, show that, you know. Yeah, like I'm trying to fix it the whole show. And yeah. It, it, Are you trying I mean, to fix the edges at all? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, screwed that's, up that's this just morning. Camera positioning in the green screen position. Like, yeah, yeah. well, you the green screen. Minutes, I'll come over and fix it. I just need to go out and get a regular camera and not use the one that's in the computer. And that would right. probably fix all that. You know, yeah. I, I'll just drop one off. We got to yeah. exchange info. I still need the tax. Well, stuff. right. I've got that stuff in yeah, my I'll car. You you. I got that thing that Dave Lockeran had that when he was with us. On oh, Friday. yeah. Did you see how crisp he was? Yeah. That was yeah. a television show that he was on. He looked like he was there. in a champagne room at a very swanky well, strip club. <laughs> I'm not talking about the background. I'm just talking about how crisp yeah. the frames per second were. I thought he was like in Rachel's in Orlando or something. <laughs> it's outrageous. Well, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of green screens to begin with. I'd Me either. Have, Come on. I'd rather have the the back of you know like a bookshelf, like be a culture like Schefter. Like, yeah, we have burnt. We had Berman on last week. He had his whole bookshelf Chris back Berman? there. Zach Berman. No, yeah, he's Zach a bookshelf Berman. guy. Yeah. yeah, it's a bookshelf. Well, at least guy. Zach, you can believe, has read those books. I see right. Darren Ravel, these other guys. They haven't read those books. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach might have written some of those books. He did. He pulled out underdogs. <laughs> this is The Middle on the Sportsmap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Eric Brooks, and Harry Mays. We've been talking about this story because it refuses to go away. There's a difference. Harry and I worked a show a summer, which we reference a lot, where we were forced to come up every single day with new ways to package should the Eagles trade up and draft Marcus Mariota. Right. We were forcing content. This is not the case. I feel like the dysfunction that surrounds or the perception, if you can even use that term anymore, of dysfunction that surrounds the Philadelphia Eagles is constantly being talked about. Look, the Houston Texans, as we have Jake down in Houston, and a team we talk about dysfunctional, knowing that if you can separate what's happening with Deshaun Watson – 
how much is even being talked about that team as dysfunctional and chaotic as they were last year? It's kind of like, all right, just the Deshaun Watson thing, and that's really it. The Eagles, it's constant. Every single week, there is something new that comes out. And in this case today, we're talking about this piece from The Athletic. Shield Kapadia put it out, and we read you some quotes, and I'll, I'll go back to the beginning here to kind of reset the stage for both John McMullen and Jake Asman hanging out on the middle with us, phillyvoice.com slash the middle live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios here in Philadelphia. According to the report, Peterson was forced to have a meeting with every Tuesday, every Tuesday, every Tuesday, something Andy Reid never had to do. And then this is the quote. I'll leave you before the conversation resumes with this quote. Peterson was ridiculed and criticized for every decision. One source told the athletic, if you won by three, it wasn't enough. If you lost on a last second field goal, you're the worst coach in history. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, and by the way, we're going to have shield Kapadia on birds, three sixty-five tomorrow, tomorrow, Huge. tomorrow. What time? Do you know exactly what time? Eight twenty. Eight twenty tomorrow morning. Beautiful. I'm tuned morning. in. Um, but yeah, we knew Jeffrey met with Doug Peterson each week. The obviously what he did. I mean, bottom line is Chip Kelly broke Jeffrey Lord, broke him, absolutely yeah. broke him. And you know he's become a, a a micromanager. And I don't have a problem with it. As I said, when Doug first got here in 2016, as a as a first time head coach who had never done it before. I have a problem with it after he won the Super Bowl. And they didn't loosen up on the reins, so to speak. And look, it's evident. They never trusted Doug Peterson. And that's pretty amazing to me mm-hmm. when you think about what he accomplished and the fact that Jeffrey Lurie had been here through Ray Rhodes and Andy Reid and Chip Kelly and had never accomplished it. Um, and the guy who gets it for him, he, uh, he doesn't trust him. He's the one guy he doesn't trust. And now we have Nick Sirianni. We'll see how it goes. But, you know, she'll put in the piece as well. And Zach Berman obviously contributed. So did Bo Wolf. So I'll give those guys credit. It was a phenomenal job. Um, but, you know, a lot of people around this league, and I've heard it, I thought it, they hired Nick Sirianni because path of least resistance. He's going to do what he's told. Doug Peterson all over again. Let me just throw something in real quick, guys, and, and then I'll back out. You guys can take it where where you want with this. But this isn't even a question anymore, John. I, I think this is now a statement as I continue to read what seems to be the same thematic pieces that come out over and over again, which is I have no doubt in my mind believing the statement. Jeffrey Lurie slash Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman slash Jeffrey Lurie, whatever you want to do with that contingent, believe they won the Super Bowl in spite of Doug Peterson. Did we lose John? Wow. Yeah, I think he's frozen. What a, what a time to Man. lose McMullen. Oh. <laughs> but does what that not make that. sense to you guys? I mean, think yeah, about that. It absolutely like, makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. It's like this guy was just there. It's like the annoying little brother or sister that your parents make you tag along. And it's like, oh, we, we're stuck with this guy. Yeah, they. I don't know if you caught what I said, John, because you froze. But at this point, I honestly legit believe that the two guys and Roseman and Lurie believe that they won the Super Bowl in 2017, not because or with the aid or help, but in spite of Doug Peterson. 
Yeah, oh, no question about it. I wrote that column months ago, and I, I'm you not hardwired. That's why that's why I'm having the issues because I ran into the house and uh. tried to get her on the show, but I'm not hardwired. But um, the issue comes with you're right about they believe they won the Super Bowl in spite of Doug Peterson. You're 100 percent right, Aton. Uh, you know, I wrote that column on Philly Voice. It's self-evident. Um, they never trusted Doug Peterson. They forced him to fire Mike Rowe, which we've, we've said time and time again. You go back, you know, the interesting part of this, you go back to 2017, they wanted to move on from Frank Reich after one season. And Doug mm. Peterson saved his job. Um, and then there was the talk, and, and, and Sheila and the guys mentioned that as well, that they were having the meeting with Jim Schwartz to sort of feel out that we have a safety net when we fired Doug Peterson. These guys never wanted Doug Peterson. And you would think, you would think, guys, they wanted Adam Gase. Yeah. Right. They wanted Ben McAdoo. McAdoo, what, right. What, what, when do you have an epiphany and say, you know what? I was probably wrong about that. Not these yeah. two. <laughs> but as much as everybody wants a rip Howie Roseman, come on. This is a Jeffrey Lurie problem. It I don't totally care how much you dislike Howie Roseman. This is a Jeffrey Lurie problem. Yeah, and where is Ben McAdoo right now? <laughs> Walmart. Is is he coaching football? At I think he is. I he think is? he's back in the league, but I have oh, to look is. it up. He's not, you know. QB coach. Broncos. Yeah. QB coach. Yeah, okay. QB. Yeah, yeah. And they stink. So he is back. But obviously he had to take a number of step backs. And we see it, Adam Gase, and he was an abject disaster in Miami. He was even worse with the Jets. I, I mean, they wanted that guy. They yeah. wanted him badly. Is he and is they, he like an, the next co-host for Greenberg on Get Up oh, starting this next football season? <laughs> well, I got to tell you, um, you know, this league as a whole, and I'm getting, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get yelled at. But nonetheless, I tried to get on quickly because Harry was telling me to we get can on. We see and hear you. Um, so – as far as Adam Gase goes, yeah, uh, the the fact that this league thought he was an offensive genius, and then you have so many other people saying, "Well, the next who? It, maybe it's Joe Brady in Carolina." You heard all that stuff. Oh yeah, he's so young. Yeah, yeah. He's the next innovative guy. They were saying that about Adam Gase, right? You know, when Peyton Manning was scoring six hundred points with the Broncos and fifty touchdowns, Adam Gase was the best thing ever since Bill Walsh. So these decision makers, they never hold themselves accountable. And that defines Jeffrey Lurie. He does not hold himself accountable, but he's always looking for a scapegoat, always hmm. looking for a scapegoat. Now, obviously, he's the owner of the team. I don't expect him to fire himself, but I, I do expect him to realize that on occasion he makes some poor decisions. I think that's pretty self-evident. Right. And that's the problem. You know, you, you look at you look at a guy, you know, he understands that, all right, we won a Super Bowl because of, you know, the players that we had on the team. A lot of guys got hurt, but we had guys there that can come in and fill those uh, gaps they had. But not yet has I heard have I heard anybody say, well, look at the guys in the locker room. Look how they were able to come together as a team. Look how they they stayed together, you know throughout all the adversity they had during that season. Look how they, you know, took and rallied around um, a, a second, you know, time, a second um, 
the second, second string the quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, yeah string and you got to give Doug Peterson a lot of credit for that. That's all you would, Doug You Peterson. would think so. Yeah. You That's would all think Doug so. Peterson. Exactly. So but, he allowed them to do I, that. I mean, this organization what has won Super Bowl championships. They hadn't won since 1960. And these two knuckleheads think they're responsible, not the head coach. Mm -hmm. I'm amazed that Doug Peterson wanted to stay here as long as he did. Because at the end, there's no question. He wanted out. He wanted out. Jeffrey Lurie wanted him out. There were train wrecks in that locker room. The fact that they had LeGarrette Blunt in that locker room. The fact that they had, you know, Chris Long um, putting up shrines to the, to the second-team quarterback. Those are things that a regular coach probably couldn't, you know, just, just allow that to happen and, and, and keep a team together. That team would have split up and been clickish and everything else. But, no, Doug held that team together. And well, I think and that Chris they don't look is, at that. In Chris's defense, that was a joke. He, they had a shrine up for Carson Wentz. Nobody noticed it. Chris Chris Long was just joking around. I know, but a lot um, of teams would have would have would have. I mean, just about everything, you know. I mean, that was a lot of personality in that team, and it takes oh, yeah. a strong oh, coach yeah. to have that much person have a team with that much personality and still put them in a position where they play together. Yeah, oh, I, I have agree a, with I that. have a shrine built here for Asmund, but uh, it doesn't break uh, the middle show apart. Yeah. Is he holding yeah. a cup from Chipotle? <laughs> He's got a burrito bowl. <laughs> He's eating a naked burrito. Yeah, a tuna fish wrapper. Hey, Chris, <laughs> Chris you Long, get a cup of water, and you know, no one's no one's saying you can't fill it up with something else. That's all I'm saying. That's all right. right. <laughs> Look at you, end arounding Chipotle. Shame. <laughs> you. If they're gonna charge me for guac, I'm getting them back on the drink. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, before we before we uh, lose John. Way, real- Real quick, Harry, Chris Long uh, sent a locker room guy to the gas station down the street to get some candles, uh, gas station prayer candles. Uh, they had um, it, it was it was not a big thing, and everybody made a big thing out of it. And that's when he started to play it up. When everybody mm. was, it was a complete joke. It wasn't that he loved for him. I get everybody they got a shrine out, and they took calls for six weeks. Kenny from the Dirty Thirty called up and said, "I can't believe it. This team they 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 ruined me. They ruined me." Exactly. And once that started, he made a big deal out of it. Yeah, I blame Al Morgani. He could have shut that thing down with one. You're crazy. One, one. You're crazy, and that thing could have been shut down. (laughs) Right. Morgani wields a lot more power than people think. All right. Well, just, you know, he I, I, chooses not to exercise exactly, it. Exactly. Right. And look, Harry, you you do that all the time with me. Like right. you your fights and battles because sure. you're exhausting going back <laughs> and forth with me. <laughs> yeah. And now, before we uh, lose John again, I got to get the best of and the worst of WrestleMania over the weekend. All right. Let's do that real quick. We'll have to break. All right. We'll come okay. back. We'll wrap the hour. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation. And we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, 
your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. There Are you be, kidding me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie. You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on play. I've got uh, breaking wrestling media news. Uh oh, this is. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for you, but I know what. You're I, I bet. You, I bet you know what it is. It's uh, going to start tonight on WWE's Raw. Adnan Verk is the new voice of WWE's Raw program. Are you kidding yeah. me? No, yeah. Adnan wow. The connection there is Nick Khan is the president of wwe he used to be adnan burke's agent ah, at caa nice so there's CAA. A it's amazing yeah you're listening to the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. John McMullen also. Now, we're going to get the good and the bad from John, but you know, Birds 365, which airs 8 to 10 a.m. on the Jacob Media YouTube page, phillyvoice.com, which you can hear and watch. You can't, you know, you guys are so rightfully so locked in on the number one talk of the town that you probably don't have time to get into stuff like this. <laughs> Didi pops that one into the opposite field. Ozuna's got it. Bone's going to try it. Here he comes, and he's safe at the plate. Wow. On a shallow fly ball into left field, they roll the dice with Ozuna's arm, and Bone is able to score on a bang-bang play at the plate. Wow. Oh, I don't know. Man, it's close. It might have looked like Bone's foot came up. Now, that's ESPN. Clearly, that's not the local call, but Mm -hmm. that was on national television last night. The Braves and the Phillies ending in controversy. And the only reason why I bring that up real quick is because last week we played that cut from the Mets game 
that ended in controversy where a Mets player in Conforto got hit where right. strike and the Mets broadcasting crew was holding him accountable. In this case, I don't know. You think you think Scott Fransky on a radio, you think Tom McCarthy on TV, knowing that Alex Bohm was out, was saying that he was out, or you think yeah. they just take it and move with it? I don't know that McCarthy did any game last night because it was on ESPN oh, you're right, TV. You're right. But yeah. but yeah, had he been doing the game, probably not. They'd have taken the Philly side. Have to well, you out. should. I mean, he was out. Does, yeah, he's out. He, he was, was out. out. I think. What, yeah. What's the big deal? It's April twelfth. Point out. He's yeah. out. <laughs> how, how could you get upset about that on April twelfth? Yeah, what? Well, I mean, you want games left still? Yeah, <laughs> and and people are fired up about that. Come on. Well, was was Jody fired up about it? No, no. no they had wrestling, and then right into yeah. the Birds three sixty five talk. Okay, yeah. it was no. But I mean, I I saw people on social media fired up about it. I yeah. can't get upset about baseball on April twelfth. No, me either. Come on. What's the date in which you start to get upset about baseball? Is it marked on your calendar? Yeah, probably September. <laughs> That's when it all falls down. Yeah, you know. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, okay. I mean, the regular season's too long. Plus, I plus you know, I grew up a Yankees fan, so baseball doesn't start start till October. Oh, look so at you're this. You're not going to be glued to the Red Sox twins today at 210 Eastern. You're not going to stop what you're doing to watch no. afternoon baseball, a little matinee I, baseball. Speaking about a tough watch, baseball uh, in April, at least there's some fans back. I was talking about fans at WrestleMania. Baseball was a tough watch with no fans. Really tough watch. Well, what was the good, bad, and ugly of WrestleMania in your view? Well, the good, well, the bad, let me get to the ugly. Actually. Well, here's the thing. We have 40 seconds right now. Oh. You want to just wait until we hit overtime and we can talk about that? Sure. Okay. Sure, sure, That's sure. probably the easiest thing to do. Look, I, I'll be honest with you. I stayed away from this game tonight, but I'll, I'll gladly take points at home for Dallas. I think the Sixers lose, but I don't think it's a problem that they lose this game. Problem was losing lose. Friday night. Yeah. I think they, they win this game. Yeah, you're just you, save and beat. You win every game. Yeah, no, yeah. you got them eighty-two and zero. Eighty-two and zero. Seventy-two and zero. Are you one sixty-two for one sixty-two? <laughs> save uh, and beat tonight. Still win. No MB tonight, and they win. Yeah. You're out of your mind. Overtime. Next. No shot. No shot. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. As you have been, 8 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. Also, as you see, we are pleased to be joined up, partnered with Connecticut School of Broadcasting, Harry Mays, myself, graduates there. It's the originally founded CSB, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, is now CSB Media Arts Center, training in everything 
That's media programs and web development, social media marketing, filmmaking, and the legacy broadcast media program of Connecticut School of Broadcasting. There are five East Coast locations, so you don't have to be right here in Philadelphia, Cherry Hill, to want to do what we do. And if you're watching the middle each and every day, you realize how easy it is to do. I can't speak for Birds 365. Those guys are pros. But here, all you need is just a little training, a little direction, and you can get that at Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Just go csb.com. That's the website. Go csb.com. You can call 800-887-2346. 800-887-2346. That's 800-887-2346. And here's the beauty of it. Harry and myself, we've went through this. So many people in this market have gone through this program. You can get trained in as short as eight or 16 weeks. Eight weeks, two months, you can walk out with a certificate and be ready to go in this business. Classes are enrolling now. Go CSB.com. John McMullen, you are charged with providing the good, the bad, and the ugly from WrestleMania last night. I didn't watch it. Barrett, I don't know. Harry? No. I might have missed it, but he is definitely interested. (laughs) All I'm just saying, he posed the question. Well, the good was, remember, it was two nights. It was Saturday and Sunday night. So about 25,000 people. I think the good was the fact that there were people there uh, and having some fun in that type of environment. Uh, In the ring, the ladies on Saturday night, which was uh, Sasha Banks and Belanca Belair, uh, hit a home run in the main event. And then the men on Sunday night, which was Roman Reigns, Edge, and... Daniel Bryan also did a tremendous job in the main event. The bad was probably uh, The Fiend and Randy Orton. Mm. And The Ugly is is The Fiend and Bray Wyatt. And I've called him the worst main event caliber wrestler in WWE history. Wow. And Jody McDonough loves him. I love love Bray Wyatt. I love Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I love Bray Wyatt. I thought it was a great character. This character is doing now is sort of like a, a horror movie villain. It is just mm. awful. And if Randy Orton, if you're a wrestling fan and Randy Orton can't get a good match out of you from out of pretty, nowhere, you're pretty bad. Well, who was and the Wyatt? Is, who was the Wyatt guy that passed away not too long ago? Luke Harper. Okay. His real name was was John Uber. He passed away. Yeah, that was a really sad story. No doubt. Um, But nonetheless, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt, I thought, especially at the beginning, Harry, when that they first showed that character, sort of a a Robert De Niro, Cape Fear kind of vibe to that character. I thought it was tremendous. Um, The one they're doing now is just, it's God awful. Come out, out wherever you are. It's a great De Niro. (laughs) Very rare departure from. Counselor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so wow. was there what was you didn't really expound on the bad though was it was it more because of the ugly the fiend and and him ruining yeah, a I mean, I, match everything else was pretty good i think the women's tag team title match wasn't great and that was uh nia jacks and Shayna baszler against uh Natty Neidhart and uh, Tamina Snoop. Not Jim the Anvil Neidhart. No, that's her. That's his daughter, right? Uh, Natty Neidhart and and Tamina. She's the daughter of Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Oh, okay. Those, oh, get out of those here. Those wrestling. Huh. Yeah. 
Sure. Well, there's a uh, there's a Bleacher Report thing here that agrees with you, John. Time to ditch the Fiend character. Awful. Awful. Just the worst, as I said, main event. He's supposed to be a main eventer. Worst oh. character I've ever seen. Hmm. That's, that's, and that's a big take. I go right? back 40 years with that stupid company. That is, <laughs> that is as bad as they've ever done it. Is it uh, one of the worst characters on, like, one of the worst main characters on TV? Like, can you say that? Um, yeah, because I think it, you know, this is the type of character that makes you grab the remote. That's okay. the worst so, thing. Wow. All right, and you'll go it. searching for it. Do you remember Game of Thrones in the middle seasons when the show really fell off the face yeah. of the planet and they had to? I'm eat? one of those people that I was not in early on Game of Thrones. I wasn't either. It's, it's funny because I'm the biggest wrestling nerd in the world. Right. But I will look down at other types of nerds. That's and fair. I look down at Games of Thrones nerds. I'm <laughs> nerd on nerd crime. Yeah. I'm not going to watch that nonsense. Come on. Oh. You watch Roman Reigns. I right? loved it. Right. No, I get it. I get it. But there's there's this character, Ramsey Bolton, who oh, was yeah. supposed to be this evil character. But there was no depth. There was no range. And the script did the guy no favors because it was the same facial expression yeah. and the same over-the-top torture stuff he would do every yeah. week. And you're kind of like, all right, can you either – allow this character to do something or just kill him. Didn't he get eaten by the dogs? Yeah. It was like two years though. We were suffering through this guy. So that's what I hear when when I hear it's like, you have to run to the remote, not somebody that you hate watch. There's a difference, right? Yeah. I think a good actor. Yes. You can hate watch a good actor or actress. Yeah. I hate this because the character, you hate the character, but I think, yeah, you, you speak like this person, the fiend might be one of the worst characters on TV beyond wrestling. Well, on wrestling as a heel, they call it heat. And when you get, there's good heat and there's bad heat. And if somebody, if you make somebody hate you, that's good heat. Mm-hmm. If you make somebody want to walk away, that's bad heat. That's, that's Bray Wyatt heat. <laughs> but the fiend, like he will make you search for the remotes. If you so, don't have it, you'll get up. So if you were advising uh, Mr. McMahon, like uh, you were up to, yeah. up, you went up to Stanford, Connecticut. You took the, tr- the trip up there, and you had a meeting with him. How would you advise that they get rid of the fiend? Uh, I would advise, and I never advise this. I would advise just dropping the character. That's how bad it is. One of the things with wrestling nerds is we like things tied up in a bow. Even if something stinks, give us an excuse for getting out of it. Mm-hmm. And in the fiend's case, I'm like, just drop it. Never talk really? about it. Again. You wouldn't even have like the end of the fiend. Like a no, that's how bad it is. Wow. I mean, why waste your time? Why waste your like time? You wouldn't have Stone it? Cold come back and run him over or something with a Coors Light beer truck or well, something. Well, they already burned him alive. Randy Orton burned him alive and he came back. <laughs> what else are you gonna do to him? There. <laughs> that point really Kruger. He RKO'd him. You know? <laughs> Keep burning people, they come back. I mean, what the hell are you going to do yeah. at that point, right? That's, that's well, fast. but the only good thing is they did put they did put Randy Orton over, so Randy got to beat him with the RKO, Barrett. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that part of it was good because, oh, what what just just terrible. You guys ever watch the RKOs on uh on oh, YouTube? It's tremendous. <laughs> From out of nowhere, I mean, you first of all you see him in, in the back somewhere, like in a little bit little bitty guy, like. 
And all of a you see him coming towards you. And then from out of nowhere, he RKO's you, man. That's, that's anybody, the anybody ever, who man. has ever fallen, <laughs> somebody has put Randy Orton, given him an RKO. Yeah. From out of nowhere. <laughs> there, there, there was a lot, there's a lot of football players that loved the wrestling. Oh, oh no way. They oh, love it. WWE. It's Curry. Blair. Around. Yeah. yeah. Rick Flair is a, le- they're still doing it. Guys yeah. 20 years old or give me three claps and a Rick Flair and you get the right. woo. Amazing. All right. We're out of here. It's time to go celebrate National Grilled Cheese Day. Great stuff. For the rest of your days. We'll be back. Great stuff. Thanks, John, for hanging. For Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, John McMullen, Jake Asman, Ron Culver, everybody else, Xander Krause, everybody else involved here on The Middle. We will see you. Don't forget, Shield Kapadia tomorrow, 825. Shield Kapadia, 820. Birds, 365. 820. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a snippet of that interview and replay it on our show. Yeah. That's what we do. All right. It's The Middle. See ya. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.